0: Yes, today we're looking at makeup and more. We're looking at ancient inventions all the way from Egypt that have survived to this very day. And we do start off with cosmetics. Uh, eye makeup. I mean, it's not like the invention of the fire or the wheel, but it's become one of the most essential cosmetic items, not just for women but for men as well. And so we'll talk about the origin because it dates back to 4,000 BC in Egypt.
1: Right, so basically what they did is they combined soot with a mineral called galena to create a black ointment known as coal, which is still popular today. I mean, they could also make green eye makeup by combining a type of mineral with galena. And interestingly, makeup was not limited to only women. Men showed a great interest in appearances as well, and the upper class reportedly thought uh, the more makeup, the better. Uh, and they also believed that applying a thick coat of eyeliner could cure various diseases and keep them away from evil spirits. And that's probably the reasons why uh, we see them on, on babies as well. Uh, and uh, have you seen the movie Moses? Uh, no, no, no. Was it, it was the Moses movie with Christian Bale and Joel Edgerton...
0: I, I, the, gods I, I god's the gods of Egypt. Gods of Egypt. Egypt. Okay. Uh,
1: basically, uh, it was so uh, the story of, of of Moses and Joel Edgerton, the actor, was playing Pharaoh, and he was talking about in an interview how kind of insecure he was because he was in a way wearing wearing a skirt and makeup and things like that. And Then he said, on the contrary, it felt more manly than ever. You know, there's sure. something that uh, comes with this this uh, this facade when it comes to this. Uh,
0: It's makeup. I guess, yes, you know, you can think of it like war paint. uh, It it puts you in the mood for for battle or for dealing with the day ahead of you. But in any case, Egypt, uh, yes, did just that, giving us uh, makeup that we still use today. The other thing that they gave us was toothpaste. Uh, They had many specialists for many medical problems back in the day, and uh, they've got some of the oldest documented medical records to date. However, they didn't have dentists or oral surgeons to fix their deteriorating teeth and gums instead they suffered and uh, when looking at mummies they found uh, severely worn teeth they Mm -hmm. found evidence of abscesses even in young Egyptians so uh, what do they do to cope with those unpleasant odours from their rotting mouths well first of all they invented breath mints what? and then they invented toothpaste which could get rid of bad breath it's not uh, the recipe you're used to today mm-hmm. it's not bicarbonate of soda or bamboo salt or anything like that it was the powder of ox hooves ashes, burnt eggshells and pumice and it uh, probably provided at least a minimum of tooth cleaning in the sort of a scraping away the bad stuff kind of a way
1: mm-hmm. putting guess... egg-
0: eggshells in your mouth
1: well there needs some sort of uh, exfoliating I guess
0: well yes, ex- exfoliating of the, the gums. Teeth? I don't know. I'm not sure. Anyway, we found a document back in two thousand and three in the basement of a VNA's museum that described Egyptians' toothpaste. An unknown author explained how to form a powder for white and perfect teeth and even used abbreviations for medical terms so amazing that uh, all those thousands of years ago they were trying to brush their teeth but perhaps not as successfully as we do today
1: that's true and how do we know that was the thousands of years ago well basically if we take a look at the calendar also thanks to the egyptians uh, they actually were the first ones to invent the first 12 month calendar more than five thousand years ago so it was split into three seasons uh, which are inundation Growing and harvesting. And then number three, to avoid the yearly flooding of the Nile River and to protect their crops. Those were the three seasons the 12 months were split into. But the Egyptian calendar was not so accurate as every month had only 30 days and it added up to 360 days, which is shorter than the actual year to make up the difference. Then, the Egyptians added five days in between uh, the harvest and inundation season, and these five days were de- uh, des- designated as religious holidays to honor the children of the gods. Well,
0: sounds like a good idea.
1: Sure, but this system, you know, still still missed uh, out on something, about a quarter of a day each year, because the ancient Egyptians did not have the concept of of the leap year so this caused the calendar slowly to to lose its alignment with the earth's movement so in 238 BC uh, Ptolemy III tried to add one extra day every four years but Egyptians were very resistant to to this change and it wasn't until the Roman Empire Augustus introduced it in the 25 uh, 25 25 BC yes uh, that it was actually implemented and thus we have the calendar that we have today
0: Absolutely. Well, it's amazing to think that uh, all those thousands of years ago, they were being pretty accurate. Yeah, yeah, it's, Barely, it's quite yeah. impressive. Humankind has been around for a long time and has been doing some amazing things. Mm-hmm. The other amazing thing that uh, Egypt is responsible for is the wig, um, because, yes, personal appearance was very important. You wanted to brush your teeth with the ox hooves and then uh, you want to look good. Uh, the other thing was that you wanted to get rid of unwanted body hair. That was considered important in terms of hygiene. Oh, Yes. But there was a dilemma. You see, you didn't want a full head of hair because it was too hot, but you didn't want to go totally bald for your own personal fashion reasons. So... The Egyptians needed, uh, well, something temporary, a head of hair that didn't trap too much heat but still looked good. And so the answer that they found was to wear a wig. So if you were rich enough, if you were wealthy enough, then you would, uh, well, get your hands on wigs uh, made of real hair, either your own or somebody else's, I guess, depending on how much you could afford. And also uh, the wig had another advantage in terms of hygiene because uh, you could prevent uh, lice and diseases from spreading.
1: Well, I guess that's true. Wait, Do you mean that Cleopatra shaved her legs and also wore that wig that is iconic like we know today? I
0: can't, I can't confirm or deny that, but certainly it seems <gasps> like that's what many Egyptians did. There's a
1: chance of that. That's quite interesting. There's I, I a guess... chance
0: that we could shave your head right now.
1: Absolutely. And then save the hair so in the wintertime when it gets colder I could put it back on. Yeah. And in the summertime shave it off and then also have the wig back on because, you know, it's going to be hot.
0: Sure. Would you do that for your birthday? Special treat <laughs> with Shave Your Head live on air?
1: Happy birthday grooming! Yeah,
0: yeah. I don't know whether that would be a wise move, but certainly it's interesting to see the wise things that Egyptians gave us all those years ago. The eye makeup that many of us still wear today. The toothpaste, but uh, I-, I prefer a modern recipe. The calendar, which was still missing a day, but pretty good by itself. And the wigs, which uh, one day I may well have to wear myself.
1: Well, I mean, you still have a couple of years' time. You think so? Three months, actually, max. <laughs>
0: Three months tops, I don't <laughs> no. Wigs by Christmas I'll have to go to Egypt to get mine made for you uh, and for me. It's the end of part 3. We'll leave you with one more song. Here's The Bangles. Walk like an Egyptian.